You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Well, good morning once again. We're back again. Oh, I, Karen, you were supposed you to do what? that. You know what? That's okay. All you right. know, I just want to make a point that I, I did not realize that realpresenceradio.com had gone live. I am so excited that we have the new website address. Yes. I just, I think it's going to be so much easier. I mean, realpresenceradio.com. Check it out for all of, I mean, you want to get on and hear Father Malloy again. I know you do. <laughs> I mean, we don't, you know, it's not like I've gotten a chance to make fun of his hair yet today, you know, yeah. but, but that baby, get on and listen to that story of that baby from earlier this morning and get on the website and you'll find a picture of that baby mm-hmm. and you will see that he has more hair than Father Malloy. Well, that wouldn't be hard though, dear. <laughs> yeah, just point that out. That wouldn't be hard. So, um, well, we are uh, coming, our last, we have our last uh, interview today and we are, and we have uh, Rini Wilson the director of the Terrasonic Retreat Center, which we have been um, hosting, hosting from, from here. Thank to, you to so much morning. for letting us come. Yeah, it's good. It's good to have you here. Um, I think it's always good, Rini, before we start with what we're going to talk about, tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Father Malloy likes to point out that my actual given name is Maureen. Yes. But I answer to Rini. Um, <laughs> or Maureen. <laughs> or if Maureen. Me, if it's me talking. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's a little bit about myself. Well, I'm... Uh, Born and raised in western South Dakota, Rapid City, Piedmont. Um, was a member of uh, St. Mary's Parish back when it was a little tiny church in the middle of Piedmont. And um, was uh, part of the families that built Our Lady of the Black Hills and have watched it grow and grow and grow. It's a beautiful thing. Yes. Um, I uh, started my life as a professional in um, university administration in residence life and housing. And... Um, Ended up traveling around the country. I worked and lived it at uh, seven different colleges and universities. So I was in New Mexico, Kentucky, Wyoming, um, Colorado, Northern State, Black Hill State. And then before coming to Terra Sancta, I had been at the School of Mines for more than 12 years as um, Director of Residence Life. Assistant Director of Residence Life is actually how I started. And then... Um, over the years at School of Mines, had additional duties added to my um, plate. I was the student conduct administrator and also the director of Serbeck Center. And then when Cardinal Supich started doing fundraising for um, this property at St. <laughs> Martin's, I had gone to one of the dinners with my parents. And as he was explaining the then um, in concept spiritual life center, I leaned over to my mom and said, Running that place would be a really cool job. And, lo and behold, Here you it are. is a really cool job. <laughs> Here you are. Yes. And you do a great job she of it, She does Rini. a great job. So, um, what things, um, obviously, a lot of the Terrasancta activities have um, ceased because of the, can't be, can't be all be together again, but mm-hmm. what kinds of things is Terrasancta doing in relation to these COVID-19 uh, events as they pop up? Oh, sure. So, um when we had to cancel our our first event on March, it was the March 14th, the men's conference was canceled, and that was the first one. And then soon after that, we made the decision um, that we would not be able to hold events with the restrictions on group size and social distancing, etc. So as a team, we sat down and said, what can we do? Um, we can bring the retreat center to people over the internet. So our um, we have a couple of people on staff who do social media, 
And um, we do two prayer events daily, Monday through Friday, and then we um, try to um, pray as a staff more frequently. So one of the things that we're blessed to be able to do is um, stream masses in the chapel on a TV. I don't know if that's liturgically correct, but we do. <laughs> um, and we social distance as a staff, but we're able to pray the mass together. Um, we've really enjoyed uh, masses that are being said uh, via, it's called Shalom World TV, and it's a parish out of Ireland. And we um, enjoy listening to them and praying with them on TV, but we've also joined our local parishes and parishes from around the U.S. as well. Wonderful. Yeah. So uh, are there, how, how is this reaching out to the faithful? How, how, have you got any sense of how this is impacting or affecting them in this journey? I know there's um, people who join us. One of the things that's been um, absolutely amazing, like we were doing... Um, the Women's Way of the Cross in Lent, we typically do that on Wednesday afternoons. Well, we took it live on, um, that one's on Facebook, and obviously our participation increased exponentially because it's now available to more people. Um, and it's a beautiful, um, we use that reflections from Sister Marie Schwan, who was a part of our diocese for a long time, um, helping with retreats in the lay ministry formation program. And it's a reflection that was written by her, so we were able to share that with more people. Um, Lexio Divina, which is um, led by um, someone who's very involved with the retreats under Sandy Olin, that group that was um, committed to coming to Terra Sancta for Lexio Divina, they, they meet on Thursdays at 5. We took that on Facebook as well. And that community has really grown. Um, I think there's 30 or 40 people who are checking in now versus the 5 to 10 who would be here on site. Okay. And they run a, a chat on Facebook as they're doing Lexio together. Um, so that's been a beautiful thing as well. So then we, we do the rosary on Instagram. Um, I, I'm not sure. We don't have a, a real big following there, but it's good for us to pray the rosary yeah. daily. So... Um, we share that, and those who want to join us, join us. That's, those, are all, those are all wonderful things, and um, it's, it's been interesting to me to watch the growth in people's participation mm -hmm. in, on, in social media. Like you said, things mm -hmm. that they maybe wouldn't have done mm -hmm. uh, physically or coming mm -hmm. themselves, but they have. So um, we're, we're talking to Rini Wilson, who is the director of the uh, Terra Sancta Retreat Center here in Rapid City. Um, uh, tell us a little bit about um, your um, uh, catering because I think that really I, I oh, thought that was just yes. a creative thing it's a beautiful idea so our head chef is Regina Rangel Sanchez um, and obviously if we don't have events she has no one to cook for and um, that is her true calling in life <laughs> other than being a mom and a wife she is an amazing chef mm -hmm. um, so she proposed the idea that what if we hop onto this to go um, thing that restaurants are doing and so she developed a menu for us. And then our team that usually is doing um, anything else but working in the kitchen is actually, they're working as her sous chefs at this point, which is, which is good. So we're um, able to continue to work together as a team and um, provide food for people and continue our ministry in that way. Um, so we have catering to go. And if people go to our website, um, terrasancta.org slash to go, just T-O-G-O, um, our menu is up. We're doing a Mother's Day 
um, brunch and dinner offering for people. But we do family-sized meals um, that people can either pick up hot or we package them so that they can actually warm them up and serve them for people. Um, we also are trying to respond to requests of, of those who are utilizing this service. So we had someone who, uh, we started it just before Easter, and they were like, could you please do Easter meals? Um, so we did, we were hopping the Holy Saturday um, of fulfilling um, all the orders that came in, um, and we're happy that um, the responses to that were very complimentary. Um, the food was delicious. And then um, we've had another request to offer Mother's Day food, so we're doing that as well mm -hmm. with a Saturday pickup before Mother's Day. And then um, being next to our neighbors, um, the St. Martin's Village with the retired community, we had a request from them to um, offer not just family entrees, which are set up to feed four to six people, but to offer dinners for two to three people, so it's sized more appropriately appropriately for them. Um, so we just launched that today, actually. So dinners for two are also now available through our catering to go. Now, if they can get them to do dinners for one, would be really good. <laughs> You're always welcome, Father. No. I, know, I know that. Um, so uh, talk a little bit about what, how, you, how you've adjusted for people who do actually come here, because it isn't like no one can come here. Correct. We are still open for um, individual prayer and reflection. Um, so what we have done is uh, we've, we've, um, we have a lot of entrances into this facility because it is huge. Um, so we've limited entrance to one. Um, it is what we call the main entrance, which everyone else calls the, the back, back entrance. <laughs> right. Um, but it's the west entrance that faces the hillside. So um, as people enter, we um, do have a signage kind of directing them as to what we would like them to do, which is one, sanitize their hands, and then two, sign in and let us know that they're here and where they plan to be. Both chapels are open. Um, meeting rooms that had soft surfaces or things that we didn't feel we could keep sanitized, we've gone ahead and closed those spaces, but the other meeting room spaces are open and we've pulled chairs so people know how many people can actually be in that room safely. Um, we have a Christian prayer labyrinth set up in one of the large meeting rooms, so people are welcome to come and pray. Um, Sandy Olin has just provided us with two new reflections for those um, prayer labyrinths um, that are appropriate to the um, liturgical time of the year. One is uh, uh, the walk to Emmaus and then a resurrection walk. Um, within the chapels, we do have um, sanita um, sanitary stations set up so people can grab, um, you know, the, the sanitary um, wipe and, and make sure their space is clean for themselves. And then we do just ask that you maintain that social distancing while you're in the, in the chapels. That outdoor spaces are open and beautiful. Um, we have the outdoor stations of the cross, Via Dolorosa, with the Children's Memorial Garden, the Christian Prayer Labyrinth, hiking trails. Um, lots of stuff. Lots of things to do outside. And, and that's, and that's, I mean, it's wonderful to, for people to realize that, you know, people might be getting sort of buggy a little bit because mm -hmm. they're it's, it's, uh, inside and it's like, come here. Mm -hmm. um, you wouldn't be coming with, with a lot of people and you could have an opportunity to pray or, mm -hmm. or be quiet or take a walk outside. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's a wonderful opportunities here that are still there even though we aren't having big events. Now we hope, we hope 
that this lockdown and social distancing thing will eventually go away, uh, especially as we get close to moving into the summertime. Mm-hmm. So tell our listeners what things that we can look forward to, uh, things that we we hope will happen um, at, at uh, Terra Sancta coming up. Sure. So we, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not responsible for them, but I know that the Totus Tuus camps are still in conversation on mm-hmm. whether or not they'll happen. Um, we've been talking to a few other groups um, about potentially being here in August. They were originally scheduled to be here in May and June. Um, we're doing things to modify our buffet-style eating so that we can safely serve food to our guests on site and, and following the protocols that have been set forth by our Department of Health and the, the city ordinances. Um, so we're hopeful. Um, they may not be huge groups, but hopefully we can have some groups who yes. will be able to be with us. And we need to remind people we look forward to, to in December to uh, Mary Healy coming for a, a two-day... Um, um, we're hopeful. We're still in conversation with Mary yeah. because of the, of the pandemic. So things may switch around there. But yes, if she's not here in December, we are um, potentially working on a future dates for Dr. Healy. Wonderful. So there's still good things coming. So Absolutely. thank you very much, Rini, for being with us. And thank you for sharing all this, the good things that are happening here at our retreat center. We appreciate it very much. So, well, that brings us to uh, close to the end of our show. So we're going to send this back to Eli to give us some, uh, an update on what's happening in the next shows coming up. Hey, thanks, Father. You know, we had a, a great show today, but there's another great show coming up on Monday. Father Brandon Moravitz and Mark Cheney will be coming to you live from Holy Spirit Church in Virginia, Minnesota. Shelley Babraki will tell, will tell us about the healing power of Christ to gain freedom from a life of drug use and illness. Dan Hammer, of the, a uh, seminarian in the Diocese of Duluth, will give us a unique perspective on COVID-19 as a seminarian studying in Rome. And you'll get a chance to meet the new director of vocations in the Bismarck Diocese. Father Jordan Dosh will join us. All that and a whole lot more is coming up on Monday's Real Presence Live, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network, 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Right back to you. Thank you, and uh, I'm assuming we're going to have a daily Mass, too, um, will be offered next Monday. Absolutely. We'll have a daily Mass with Father Brandon Moravitz, and then we'll also have that RPR Rosary coming up towards the end of the show as well. Okay, that is great. Um, wonderful uh, things coming up. So, And this has been a, a wonderful day and a, and a really a really great show. Um, you know, I, I go back to the story that we began with um, after we celebrated Mass of the incorruptible baby, which was uh, such a such a hopeful and inspiring experience. Um, to, so I hope people got to listen to that. And if you didn't, please remember that you can go to uh, uh, realpresenceradio.com um, to uh, listen to that interview because it really is, is really worth listening to. We got great information about the, uh, 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 the political side of the COVID-19 yep. and, and the things that we can do to make sure that the decisions being made are ethical and keeping with what we believe. I think the most important message there is that we need to have a place, in, a, a voice in the marketplace, a, a voice in the political arena. Um, it's not a, a, we're not trying to impose our will on other people. We're, we're simply saying this is who we are, this is what we believe, and, and we think that what we, who we are and what we believe needs to be presented in right. the political arena. So, Well, Father, I just want to say from all of us here in the Rapid City Diocese, thank you so much for everything you do for our diocese and the, dis- the tough decisions I know you've had to make. And Yeah. It's, uh, people have asked me um, in the last uh, days, you know, are you doing okay? I said, I'm, I, I'm doing fine. I said, the decisions are weighty. Yeah. And I'm conscious of how decisions I make are impacting so, so many, many, many other. people. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a dimension of, of leadership that I've not experienced 
the most I've ever had would be a parish. So in any event, um, thank you for the sentiments. appreciate that. Please make sure you check out the website here in Sioux Falls um, about our resumption of uh, public uh, limited masses. And with that, we're going to say goodbye. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Take care. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.